Okay, full disclosure, I did not think we were going to chat this soon. My name is Nicholas Diorio, and I'm joined by Turkey Tom and Mudahar of Some Ordinary Gamers. We're the farmers of the Lol Cow podcast, and you'll probably be hearing from us from time to time. I think it would be smart to explain the mechanics of this podcast to you, so we're all on the same page right out of the gate. The three cows are all okay. In fact, Wings, Boogie, Tommy, they're all still the stars of the show, and episode two is already recorded and on the way. But sometimes, Sometimes, when you work with wall cows, things get a little messy. So myself, Tom, and Moda basically serve as animal control. An episode doesn't come out on time, you'll probably hear from us. Somebody quits the podcast, one of us will fill that space until a new cow comes to the barn. Live streams, bonus content, all other places that we might show our faces. Are, are one of you hacked or something? Here's the wings file, right? I throw it in here. There's no video. Where is the video? How is there 26 gigs on a file that's just audio? And by the way, this audio has all the tracks. These are all the tracks. These are all three tracks together. What is up with this? Who is hacked? All right, show more properties. Tommy sees, uh, let's see, two gigabytes. Boogie, we got 3.45 gigabytes, all right? Let's see, uh, 26 gigabytes from Wings. And guess what? You click on Tommy's video, it's Tommy and Tommy's audio. You click on Boogie, it's Boogie and Boogie's audio. You click on, click on Mr. Wings, 26 fucking gigs, and it's all three tracks together and no fucking video. The video lasts 10 seconds and then it just goes black. Make it, make fucking sense. There are a lot of moving parts to this podcast, and we're donating our time to assist when necessary. We want this as much as you do. Which brings me to why we're here today. Something has happened, and I'm here to deliver the context. While this, we were preparing to record episode one of Lol Cow Live, main host Boogie2988 got into a legitimate internet beef with farmer Mudahar and his wife. This manifested because of some older group chat leaks where several high-profile YouTubers were expressing their disgust with the age gap of Boogie's current relationship a few months ago. As far as I'm aware, these weren't public positions, and I don't even think they were current positions, but Mudahar and Boogie got into it on Twitter. If you've watched episode one, this is what they were discussing, and you should be caught up at least that far. Following this, Boogie had a few more exchanges with Mr. Ordinary Gamers before Muda dropped a massive video on him. Boogie, I don't know if you know the definition of ceasefire. Yeah, I probably talked about you and your creepy, weird relationship publicly, but never have I made matter-of-fact statements implying that you are, in fact, a pedophile or you groomed this woman. If you took a private chat, you know, where people, you know, talk shit, talk amongst each other, you know, question things in private as a public statement, then you're actually mentally retarded. But I'm not surprised by that. I think you're a waste of life and a waste of time. And to be honest with you, I hate you. I think you're a manipulative person. I think you're predatory. And honestly, if you don't want to have drama, why do you keep starting it? This is a real drama. These people really hate each other. 
and everything you're about to see is real. Following this video's release, Boogie2988 called into a stream by the YouTuber ReviewTechUSA, or Rich. Prior to calling in, Keemstar claims he asked Boogie not to go on because Boogie will give away far too much. He believed that Boogie should hash out his own drama on his own podcast, making his own money, and not give that content away for free to others. Boogie agreed with this, but things quickly went off the rails when Boogie started answering, well, a ton of personal questions. Hey, Hello. hey, what's up, man? How you doing? I can't talk too long. I'm over here on uh, Twitch at the moment. Okay. Uh, I'm live streaming uh, Super Mario Wonder. Feels good to be playing video games again for a change. Uh, it's interesting. It's what was your incentive for putting something out so damning about yourself? Um... Uh, never 20, let me ask you a question. 2018 definitely wasn't your peak year, and you almost made, before taxes, obviously, half a million. You've had bigger years than that. Where the no, hell did No, 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 that was my peak. What are you, are you insane? Why, when you made that much money, did you not pay off your house? Well, dead people don't live in houses. Right? And so why pay off a house if you don't plan to live? I think, in fact I know, Keemstar completely blew a gasket when Muda called in and had the big climax that he envisioned for our show on Review Tech USA's stream. What's up, Muda? I am glad you are here because I am not equipped <clears throat> to handle this right now. Hello, Damn, sir. Gonna... Yeah, what's up? I'm over on, I'm over on Twitch. You playing, missed my uh, $50 super chattelization. Have you played this mood? It's excellent. A few minutes later. That's I never did, here. but I did. told us. But you are factually incorrect because I, I make never that, did. Did I, did I speak about that publicly until you made it? Yes, it's on it? your Twitter feed. Yeah, I quote tweeted you. Yeah. Because you were bringing no, you it up publicly. Yes, no, I did. you didn't. That was a yes, something. I that did. was a completely separate yes, tweet. You were the one that brought it up. The point I that I'm making is you are still so you're fucking wrong. Lying right now. The point that I'm making is you're way, still fucking wrong. There, I never you're still fucking wrong. I have her ID in my wallet. <laughs> I, I know how old she is. You literally just she's lied not, she's so 20 hard. years old. And now you're so how long? mad that you got caught in this lie. It's not a I lie. It's on your Twitter I feed right now. Yeah, Go check I your Twitter feed right now. The fallout for what you just saw was probably the funniest conversation I've ever witnessed in my five years on YouTube. Fuck you and your stupid fucking head. You're fucking retarded. Fucking head. I talked to you before you went on. I, in my other group chat, people were like, oh, Boogie's calling into Rich. I fucking called you. We spoke. I said, don't give Rich the tea. Your exact words to me were, oh, I'm just going to go on there and tell him I'm busy, right? So you call into Rich. You tell him I'm busy. He starts milking you. You start answering every fucking question because you're an attention fucking freak. And then you have a face-off with Muta on Rich's stream. The face-off between you and Muta should be on your podcast that's monetized, that you make money on. Fuck you and your stupid fucking head. This is not a mistake. This is not an accident, you fucking retard. You did this on purpose. I talked to you before you went in. I fucking hate you. Fuck you. All the time and effort into this fucking show to help you guys out, and you don't, you can't do the simplest task. I fucking hate hate you i hate you i hate you retard yeah obviously i fucked up uh i was just gonna go there to promote the show i didn't know muda was gonna come in there and pull his shit i should have left when muda showed up and said save it for the show uh but you're right i respect your decision let me know if you need any of the passwords or anything like that i'll be glad to hand them over and uh 
I may have changed your mind. And also, you didn't call me and you didn't talk to me. You sent me a message here, but you didn't call and talk to me. We didn't talk. I mean, I understand you're upset right now, but we didn't, we didn't talk. I need you to fuck off. Like, seriously, fuck off. I need you to get on your fucking hands and knees, have your girlfriend fucking film you, and say, I'm sorry, Keemstar. I'm sorry, Jordy. I'm sorry, fucking uh, Tommy C, Nicholas Diorio, Muta, fucking Tom, everybody that's even fucking cared about the Law Call podcast. I'm such a selfish attention fucking retard that I just, I want attention. I want to be in conversation so bad that I gave an entire the the entire storyline of what's been happening on episode one to fucking review tech usa because i'm so thirsty to just to talk to someone i'm that big of a fucking loser make that video you piece of shit i'm sorry tommy c i'm sorry daddy came star i'm sorry nicholas de, F- de fiorio i don't know how to pronounce him i'm sorry jordy i'm fucking sorry it was fucking stupid of me to go on Rich's fucking show and give away the fucking storyline. I'm a fucking attention hog piece of shit. It was fucking stupid. I should have left the moment Muda came on. I'm, I'm fucking stupid. And I'm fucking sorry. I understand your decision. I'll hand over any passwords you need, whatever you want. Sorry. I just want all of us on the same page, all right? A couple days ago, Boogie's sitting here fucking getting milked by just random people, by Muta, by everybody. And he's giving his response to drama for free on Twitter. Just spamming it everywhere. And I say, Boogie, look, all right, no more of that, all right? You want to address drama? You want to address what some people are saying? Some some controversy that's going on with Boogie 298? You do it on the podcast. You do it on the podcast where you actually can monetize it and get fucking paid. Boogie, oh, oh, Boogie goes to me, oh, that's a smart idea. That's a really smart idea. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's fucking common sense. There's there's no intelligence to that whatsoever. A fifth grader could figure that out, right? But you at fucking age 54 haven't figured that out and you get milked by the fucking most random of person ever. Could just go in and fucking milk you. Get you all riled up. Get you spamming 17 fucking teats, uh, tweets for free. Or teats, really, that's what they're called on a fucking cow. Because you get milked, you fucking dumb, retarded piece of shit. Anyhow, after that life lesson that I gave you, right? I find out in another chat that you're going into Rich's stream. Review Tech USA. He's going in there. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. Boogie's going to go in there and spill all the tea, the beef between him and Muta. He's going to give it to Rich for free. So I hit you up and I tell you, don't do this. And you promise me that you're not going to do it. As soon as you get in there, Rich starts milking you, starts saying, Whoa, I don't understand. Why didn't you pay off your house? Your stupid ass falls for the bait. Uh, yeah, because I was going to kill myself and I was going to do this and I was going to do that. So I didn't need to pay for a house and dead people don't need houses. Why is that on Rich's stream? I want the sound bite on your podcast. It should be on your podcast, not on Rich's stream. Then Muta calls in, all right, which again, I, I, I'm mad at Muta too, but I can't be too mad because he doesn't own this podcast. Boogie, you own it. Uh, when you're right, you're right. I shouldn't have went on Rich's thing. And uh, I, I definitely should have left when Muta came on. And I shouldn't have been talking about any of that shit. You're right. I, again, Mike wants me to promote this doc. I went on to promote the doc. I thought I could also promote the live stream. But you're right. 
I've been easily manipulated. Or do you sit there and have a fucking live debate and give it to Rich for free? You gave it to Rich. Bro, you're supposed to be launching a podcast. Episode one of the podcast, the entire episode is the feud between you and Muta, right? The entire episode. Tommy asks you a question about Muta, you respond. Like that is the entire fucking episode. Episode two is Muta's response, all right? Then you two are gonna have a conversation together. You gave basically episode three of the podcast away. You gave it to Review Tech USA. Did you see how much money Review Tech was getting? Dude, he's in their stream. Muta and fucking Boogie are going back and forth. $100 donation, $50 donation, $20 donation, five, 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 $10 donation, $100 donation. Doesn't a motherfucker have a mortgage to pay? A big fat fucking 400 pound fucking retard by the name of Boogie2988. Oh, that's right. That's right, you do have a mortgage to pay, all right? And you could have had that conversation on your podcast where you get paid. You even had a warning before you went in, but you're so fucking retarded. You're so fucking selfish. You, 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 you want to have this conversation. You want attention from everyone so bad that you literally gave the content of your fucking show away. Why do we even have a show? What's the point of a podcast? What is the point of a podcast? You have ruined episode one. Episodes one is ruined. It shouldn't even come out because there's already been a conclusion that lives on the internet because of Boogie and Muta. The episode one, throw it out. Now we gotta do a whole different episode one. And there's no episode two or no episode three. You have ruined this show. You piece of shit. You have completely destroyed it by your selfishness. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. But contrary to what you've just seen, the podcast is not over. Boogie is not fired. Episode two is on the way. And we're now joined by Turkey Tom and Mudahar, who can hopefully help me unpack what exactly just happened. So Mudahar, why did you go on and talk to Boogie on Rich's stream? Because he's a liar, bro. I got to go in there and fact check him. Do you hate content? Do you not want the podcast to succeed? Dude, I don't, dude, I don't get paid anything for this. So you know what? I, if if, there, if Boogie is out there spreading the misinfo, I'm going to jump in there. You know, this is a weird, I got to address this right off the bat, okay? On the first episode, he said that he was scared of me, okay? Like, he was deathly afraid because I have, like, 10 million subscribers or some weird amount number like that. And, and, I, and I'm, like, I, I visibly, openly hate him. Bro, how is it that, like, Charlie was more scathing than me in his video? And somehow he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I can respect that. But Muda, no, he blatantly hates me. I don't hate Boogie. I just dislike the lying. You know, like, the insane amounts of lying when you don't have to. And, like, what's this insinuation that, like, a fan is going to go there? I denounce anybody harassing anybody. That's some, right. that is the most Before fucked up claim to Before we get super in-depth here, where does this beef come from? Like, I didn't know you were a grade-A boogie hater. I mean, I'm not, like, a I haven't boogie made a video hater. on just him. Like, I know Tom's yeah. made too, right? Like, I'm not, like, a hater of boogie. It's not that. It's just, like, when he, like, blatantly lies about stuff like that. It's just, it, Well, he it seems to think you way. are. Okay, no. well, Nick, Nick, Nick. In fairness, you don't have to be a boogie hater to not like boogie. Like yeah. he just, he just. Kind no, of no, but boogie, see, boogie keeps saying that like you hate him and all this shit. Where is that coming from? I guess I, I don't the group know. Chat. He, he like the, group the, chat. the thing is, it's like he he has this weird mentality where like if you don't like him, he fixates on you, and it's like I wish everyone liked me, even this person that dislikes me. Like you just have to learn that not everyone's gonna be cool with you. 
Especially not like the reason why these are two reasons why I dislike Boogie. Okay, not hate, but dislike. It's his compulsive lying, but it's also this like fake Mister Rogers. I'm always nice to you attitude. Like I'll tell him that I don't like him lying, and he's like, I respect your opinion. What the fuck? What do you respect? The fact that I think you're a liar. Like, cause he this, wants to agree to disagree, so you I, can't critique him anymore. That, exactly, that's the shit that drives me Look, insane. Look, I'm the bigger man, we can agree to disagree. It's like, no, your girlfriend's fucking weird, bro! What are you talking about? He's, his yeah. whole situation, his whole, like, life thing. Dude, this documentary has been, like, the dumbest decision I think he's ever done in the history of Boogie. Like, Well, choices. the thing is, like, if he wasn't him, it would have been really good. But because he's yeah. him, it's bad. Like, if it wasn't him, like, new channel for Mike Klum, no videos, mm. literally no reputation. Within days or one week, 3 million views. Boogie's channel, if you check it, his analytics are doing well. He's getting over 100K relatively consistently for the first time in a long time. But because he's him, it kind of turns into a meltdown thing. And I'm kind of curious how this... Um, how this podcast is going to be for him because it seems like he's getting roped into more drama and uh it's it's not okay i say roped in he's roping everyone into his drama rather um but i don't know how Dude, well that's going to go for him I, I i'm so glad you said term. that tom like i'm so glad you mentioned it the reason why me and boogie even have had like a disagreement in the last two weeks is just instigated from him i don't mention yeah. him publicly he makes that post no. and then i quote tweet it because you're mentioning me by name we had a we had a private legend. conversation i don't even know if i was in it there was a private conversation about his weird relationship which was i guess yeah, this is this and is so a group Boogie, chat leaks i was talking about prior so like yes just so everybody knows so in the group chat there was a conversation about boogie's new girlfriend and a bunch of people um muda included i think maybe keemstar i'm not sure but yeah, a bunch muda, of people... what did you actually say like well, okay 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 let me set it up people were yeah. speculating on his relationship and saying it's a little bit creepy that boogie as a 50 year old man is dating a i believe 19 year old girl i believe that is the age and i believe in the group chat maybe the ages maybe they thought she was 18 and that's really what set boogie off i guess mm -hmm. yeah well she's 20 now so for, again, it's so fucking weird that I have to be like the fucking record keeping. We all have to be the record keeping department here. It's just so fucking We have odd. to be checking her fucking driver's permit or whatever to make sure. Yeah. She's yeah. Well, even mine, like too. everyone was roasting Kim's shit too because he's fucking dating Brantley. Like, while this, this conversation's going on, he's got, like, a 22-year-old a And for the record, there's this, yeah. there's this idea that nobody roasted Keem. Like, we, people did. I made a video about... And I've met Keem and Brantley. I made yeah, a video making fun of the relationship. calling him a fucking pedophile. You know right. what I mean? Right, and, and nobody nobody called Boogie yeah. a pedophile. Even in that private chat, nobody yeah. did. I, be, I believe... I've seen it. I, 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 like, the most you'll get out of me in that is, like... Okay, listen, it's, like, anybody that asks me, because it wasn't just that group chat, like... A bunch of other creators and like discords and like messages we're all just shooting the shit because he publicized that girlfriend so much and it literally looked like dad and daughter sitting next to each other like it was fucking weird right like the way that he took photos so you know when creators ask me it's like oh man what do you think about this you know it's kind of like weird because it was happening that day and i'm like yeah it's fucking weird but at no point I think in any call were people insinuating that this was like a weird grooming situation, right? And this was like, uh, I remember Keem even like was mentioning like that to him privately, Boogie said that my girlfriend just turned 18 or something, um, which that was all privately said because nobody was going to make a public statement because there was just no proof to it. He decided to take that group chat leak and pretend that we were spreading rumors or like we can talk about a bunch of things privately. We're not making a public matter of fact recorded statement 
And that's where, like, he tries to insinuate that we were fucking spreading rumors. And I have to, like, shut him up right there. Because the thing is with Boogie is, like, he will blatantly lie. And I feel like not enough people in the world try to correct him, you know, or try to, like, set yeah. the record straight. And it's just a thing to me. Like, I, I look at Boogie like a fucking puppy at this point, okay? Like, I don't even think that he's just, like, all there. He's, like, a he's, he's just, like... He, I don't know. He, he's like, he's like, a, you have to treat him like a fucking child sometimes because he's just not mature enough to handle a grown up conversation. Even when I was on that talk with Rich, I was correcting him on this exact issue, and he starts screaming like a fucking six year old. Like at this point, I, all I can Man, do is laugh. It's just sad. It's so hard because I'm sure, like, I when I say this, it resonates with a lot of the viewers. Like, I grew up watching that guy and watching him talk about video games. And he's starting to get back into stuff like that now. But it's like, holy fuck. Has it's hard to get him to focus on that. Trajectory. It's hard to get him to focus on that. I um, yeah. I haven't really said this publicly, but I, I was at Buggy's house just a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago now. Did he shoot um, you? No, he did He did joke with me a little bit about that, actually, with like a BB <laughs> gun when I got to the door. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, I was there, and um, he I was trying to get him to, like, make just, like, you know, normal content about games and stuff. And when he posted it, he was like, oh, that was a good idea. You maybe post a video about the Danis fight. It's, like, a 3 out of 10. Like, that was a good idea. And I was like, yeah, you should do that every day. But for some reason, like, Nick, Nick you and I have talked about this. There seems to be this, like, lol cow gene where no matter how much good yeah. advice you give one of these people, they refuse to take it and actually better them, you know, better themselves. Um, it's, it's Except the, this podcast, it's, it's, we can force him to do this, but we can't yeah. force him to get out of the bed and make a it's, video it's, and make money it's, every day. It's crazy. It's, even getting them to do this, though, you say that we can. We've gotten one episode, so don't get too cocky yet. Well, it's there's been a two lot of years. issues in the back end. We'll talk about all those issues. It's taken it's two years hard. to get this yeah. podcast. I've only become involved recently. And, and, and you, Nick, you've been, like, in the group chat watching this. Yeah. Movie. You only came on recently. Yeah. So, like, we've known peripherally about this for, I want to say, a year and a half at least. Yeah. For context, Keem came to me and asked me to so co-host. It. I want I I, to uh, start off, like, also by saying I didn't join this podcast for an interest in drama. I actually joined it because I want Boogie to get better, you know? I almost That's feel what like all I almost you're doing, yeah. I almost feel like this is so the way that I've envisioned this podcast and people got to understand what the B team is about, right? Like I think the best way to 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 change boogie wings for the better is like fucking internet shock therapy. And it's not being mean, it's not being an asshole. It's just like when you deal with liars, when you deal with people who say I don't, I don't, I don't, you have to be there to counter them, you know, tactically. And I think only by doing that enough that they can actually, you know, see themselves for fucking who they are and maybe change, right? Maybe get rid of that lol cow gene in a way, too, because... I mean, dude, this guy's lied about a fucking swatting before. How could you take boogie? anything he says seriously? Yeah. Oh, I don't know about the fucking swatting You're familiar lie. with that, right? When he's like, on such and such date, I was fucking swatted, and then it turns yeah, out so that weren't there. The, the the story the story basically is that um, Sam and Tolkien, the subreddit, was uh, going really hard against Boogie. This is the subreddit that created the big mega thread about him. Yeah. Um, that, that was really infamous a few years ago. And so that was going on. And then um, Boogie starts saying that he's been like harassed, he's been attacked, and he's been swatted by Sam and Tolkien specifically. And everyone's like, oh, what do you mean you were swatted? What does that mean? And to make a long story short, Boogie's explanation was that um, these people called you know the SWAT team to his house. And his explanation, furthermore, was that he had a secret agreement with the police to keep police records regarding them visiting his house um, quiet. Um, <laughs> so that, the, and like, that's why people couldn't find a record of it. That was his explanation. 
and eventually he got caught for it and his explanation now is like well it wasn't a swatting it was a weaponized welfare check and then his explanation is like the reason that i lied about the police thing was because i was playing 5d chess with my haters. yeah he's, he's like i sabotaged myself to make you but report is, but that's, wrong that's, facts that's like, absolutely not not the, the case fuck like, out of here. He, you got he, caught he, he he got caught. He lied. He even um. But dude, I was, I was in the trenches on fucking Twitter arguing. I'm like, bro, why the fuck would somebody lie about a swatting? Like, it's a really well, traumatic experience, bro. Egg on boogie. my face. What the fuck? Boogie. That's but boogie. Yeah, this guy will lie about and, fucking and, anything. And, and, and I don't. Like I don't believe what he told d- me. If he had, it's if like he, shit uh, you don't have to lie about too. That's the fucked up yeah. part. It's like, you know, he here's the this is the thing. Like when people are like, yo, why did Boogie's channel fall off or something? And I'm like, I think his channel, like, and this is where my thing is, he fell off because he's not a personality that anybody can connect with. You want to yeah. watch somebody that you can kind of like trust or understand or like, you know, you don't like. Do you sit down with a compulsive liar and call them your friend in real life? No. But dude, it's so sad because he was. He literally was like, he was like your fucking uncle, okay? He was your, yeah. your uncle on YouTube uh-huh. who sat you down and had a nice conversation with you. And then the uh, the uncle would get a little drunk on the weekend and he'd be like, yeah, fuck you, kid. You're adopted. Your parents don't love you or whatever. It was kind of funny. And then it just became this woe is me bullshit where he cries about his fucking life and all of his haters. And he can't interact with like five seconds of uh, uh of anybody talking shit on the internet. Dude, we're like, you're a fucking million sub YouTuber. You're a three million sub YouTuber. You guys have, like, the best fucking job in the world, okay? If the worst part of your day is somebody on Reddit saying that you're a piece of shit, Muda, you've had a pretty good day, The right? thing is, that's, that's the way yeah. you have to look at it. But Boogie, for whatever reason, it became, like, this crazy part of his neurosis. Like, he was just obsessed with it. He was obsessed with this thread. And then he was obsessed with Christopher Tom when he made a video about the thread. And it just it just spiraled from there. Did he um, say that he wishes Christopher Tom's cancer can't? No, what did he say? Like, oh, I, I'm so glad you got a second chance. Uh, it's a shame you wasted it to attack me or something. What was that? Something about? like that. He says yeah. stuff like that regularly, though. Like when I when I like got you know low key canceled, I guess you would say. Um, like the, he, you know he he said a similar thing. This is just dude, how wait, it wait, is, you know? wait. That one was so funny because you and me were working on a Boogie documentary. Like we were in the early. And it was supposed stages. it was supposed to be like a favorable kind of. And thing Boogie was involved. So yeah. even though we were going to like in a way help him, he took the shot at you anyway. <laughs> it was so weird. Yeah, it was. Uh, and this yeah. is the thing: like he does, he's not a very forward-thinking person. Uh, it's hard to even tell how self-aware he is in the moment um, because when he when he you know has a perceived slight, he just goes off, which is what happened with this group chat thing where he saw that and instead of like yeah. instead of thinking like okay maybe I'll message okay he knows Keem. You know what I'd have Keem Star knows for, Muda. I What's would up? have so much respect if instead of being the fucking Mr. Nice Guy, he was just like, fuck you, Muda, you smelly, pajit piece of shit. I'm going to fucking break your teeth. And if he said that shit to me, dude, I would love Boogie. I would fucking be like, I love this guy. Because at least he's real, you know? Like, at yeah. least he's not fake to me. I would love if he Because here's the thing. He keeps saying that, like, I hate him. I always feel like that's him, like, fucking projecting, okay? Like, this motherfucker seeds. Okay, well, you did anytime. say you hate him, didn't you? I mean, I dislike him. I, I well, in the video, you said he was like showed, the worst person alive or something. And one did video. I say? Well, no, I said he's a waste of life. You're in, a waste yeah. of life. That's yeah. the quote. Yeah. But I mean, like, that's not me hating you. That's just me telling you, like, you don't. You're not doing anything to contribute. You're not. You're wasting yourself. You're wasting your own life. It's like, what do you you're want? You're calling me to him a disappointment. Say? 
yeah, yeah. But like, you know, if you're talking about hate, like, yeah, I hate some people. Like, you know who I hate? Like the crypto scammers and shit that I cover, right? Like people that run away with hundreds of thousands of dollars. Boogie, as far as I know, hasn't financially scammed anyways, just emotionally. No, himself. he financially scammed yeah. himself, bro. He has yeah. no money. <laughs> well, the, the difficult thing with him is like, he, he would be more fun to work with if, he would just, if you could just take him at like face value. But you never really know like what boogie you're dealing with, and sometimes it can get confusing. Sometimes mm-hmm. you're dealing with, hey man, I was just playing Super Mario Galaxy boogie, or sometimes you're dealing with him <laughs> literally on his knees saying Keemstar, I'm sorry. You know, like you, you just you just don't know what boogie you're gonna get depending Dude, on the day. He's such like a liar too. Like hey, he's he he really does not like Muda. And Muda gets to this room, hey man, I'm playing Super Mario Wonder right now. It's a pretty good game. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, he was recording his episode, telling everybody, listen. Me and Muda have a ceasefire, so we can't talk about him on the podcast at all. I open my phone, I look, Muda's like, the fuck is he talking about? We didn't have one yeah, of those. He, so that ceasefire shit is hilarious. He's like, I'm sorry for interacting with, like, though, like, uh, my wife and everything. He's like, I'm sorry for interacting with her and doing all this shit. And it's like, I'm going to ask Keemstar if I can block you now. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Let me just block you then, okay? I'll just do your job for you. Why do you have to ask daddy for permission? Like, I'll do that for you. What the fuck? That's the thing that i don't get it's like dude just be real okay like yeah it just doesn't like that you know if he was if he was real with me i would have a lot more respect for the guy okay because that's the only thing that fucks with me and when he lies it's just like that's just the cherry on top of my disdain right because it's just you don't have to lie to me about stupid shit you don't have to fake being nice i think in his head he believes that he's like fucking this fucking level 99 charisma expert and everyone's just fucking believing whatever sarcastic shit he says when he's about the dumbest fucking person in the room and you can figure out exactly what his emotional state is within the first three words that he speaks and the tone of his voice that's it he's like a fucking kid like he's, he's kind that, of a bad liar too which is unfortunate because if you really like to lie at least try to be good at it but he's rather bad I would well say. he was a good liar we wouldn't know and he'd still be like famous you know yeah yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. not infamous like he is now well speaking yeah. of lies I, I, what it's about so shitty because like so many of us were like in the audience probably were like fans of him i mean one of my first interactions like real interactions with boogie and I don't think I've really ever spoken about this publicly, and I'm not going to, like, drop the DMs and shit, but it was the night of the Frank Hassel shit, and I've, no. I've talked about it with Tom. I don't think I gave it to Tom for his video, but you know what I was talking about with that stuff, right? It was, like, super over-sherry. He got into some, like, really dark conversations. He was talking about all the hypotheticals of what's going to happen when Frank comes to his house and stuff like that, and there was a moment in, the, in that interaction where I was like, hey, dude, I've, like, hardly ever spoken to you. This is, like, making me a little uncomfortable right now. Let's just, you know, let's lower the stakes here a little bit. And he's yeah. like, oh, I thought you realized this is what your drama-type content breeds. Like, I, I figured you'd, I thought you'd be, like, fully aware of this. It's like, you know, no, shooting somebody dead on my front lawn isn't really something I think about when I make a YouTube video, you know? <laughs> Dude. Well, the thing about that is I, th- I think... um. I think Boogie was planning when when someone got there to his house to probably execute him, and then he he just didn't. Well, really no, have he said like I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it, but you need to like defend me or whatever socially. Like if I'm a martyr for this, like if I take myself out too, you have to make sure you tell my story. I'm like motherfucker, I just met you, dude. Like, when he you, like, when like he said that combos. he was when he said that he was like scared of me and like a fucking fan going, I'm fucking livid. By the way, I totally 
fucking disapprove. I fucking vehemently, vehemently disavow anybody who's willing to harass somebody in real life because it's just internet 100%. shit, right? Yeah. So for him to insinuate that, but it was really funny. Base, <laughs> it, yeah, it was it, really funny. For him to insinuate that <laughs> yeah. is fucking blatantly retarded. Now the thing that fucking the, the the thing that makes me laugh the most is this guy invites people to his house. That's like it, Frank. dude. He invited Frank to his house. He's like, yeah. oh, you're scared. Four miles? Fucking drive here, pussy. Well, so well, I don't understand. Like, to defend he's, him, he's, and there's he, audio he, of that guy going like, I'm going to kill you, and I'm going to like it. It's like, this is what am thing. I supposed to do? He, he truly cannot help himself. This is the problem. Like, you or I, we see someone saying they're going to come to our house, right? We shut the fuck up. We don't say anything about it. Mm -hmm. And they probably fuck off. With Boogie, mm -hmm. it's like, oh, you want to come? Well, you, you better come fucking packing. Like... And it, yeah. it is, it's bad because he's like such a fake tough guy too, but this Dude, is just how his brain works. He wrote me the next morning. I'm not even making this up. He goes, your DMs with him. Have they ever been seen? They're so No, funny. they've never been seen, but he wrote me the next morning. He goes, I didn't kill him. It wasn't worth the hassle. Frank <laughs> oh, Hassel. Yeah. Get it? Did he, God did he, do you it. think he said that? He definitely, he, no, he wrote no pun intended. So he knew exactly what he was sending me. Yeah. I didn't kill him. Wasn't worth the hassle. I was like, Oh, yeah, that really Shit, sounds man. like somebody that was fucking super scared for their fucking life in that moment. Like, dude, what the... This is, a, this is the dumbest shit about him. Like, and then here's the thing. I feel like he knows that, like, nothing was going to happen in that moment. He fires his gun off. I don't know if it was genuine stupidity thinking that nothing was going to happen with a warning shot. Or maybe in some fucked up part of his mind, he's like, oh, shit, this is going to be the video that cracks 100,000 views or something because... I'm well, the fucking thing is, like, now. you say that you think maybe he knows, but for him, he's so delusional. Like, he, Boogie could believe anything, I think. If you really, mm -hmm. if you really, like, just push him a little bit, he will run. Like, for example, with this thing, right? I, he was in DMs telling me that there were commentary channels like Mudahar who were, like, um, spreading fake stuff about his girl and, like, insinuating he's a pedophile for dating this girl. I don't think Muda did that. I didn't do that. I don't know who, like, I don't know that any commentary channel that I've seen, like, on our size has done that. Maybe there's some one random guy, but Boogie tends to, like, conflate things. So, like, if one random guy says something, he will conflate that as, like, the entire internet thinks this, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Or it doesn't even have to be someone. He'll just, he'll just think that regardless. This is how he works. He's, All right, dude, but back to the main initial question at hand. Mm-hmm. Why on Review Tech USA's? Listen, I love Keemstar. Uh, Keemstar is not. He probably just cut the thing I said right out of the stream just now. But uh, you didn't want to, like, I don't know, have, like, a big confrontation or whatever back and forth? I mean, it's not like I wouldn't mind it. He's just, like, once uh, once I'm in a call with him and, like, he starts, like, just blatantly lying and it's, like, I just have the facts right there. Then it's, like, it's hard to stop because he just, like, he, he just... He, he begs for it, you know? Like, that's yeah, the thing. And, like, and honestly, to me, that was fucking banger content because there was a lot of fucking weird shit that came out of that call Yeah, that but it was banger too. content for Rich. Yeah. Well, you gotta <laughs> blame Boogie for that. It was for the Lolcow podcast, okay? Well, All right, take your clothes off. Well, listen, six months <laughs> down the road when we make our the $10 floor, off stars waiting. <laughs> you know, one thing that I gotta say is, like, why is Wings, like, considered the Lolcow? Like, when you sit next to, like, fucking Boogie... It's just like the dude is as normal as he comes. Like he's just, I don't understand what the the wing story. Somebody's gonna have to fill me in with him because I know well, him. There's plenty like of channels that can fill you in, but I've heard he's very professional. You know what I mean? I've heard he's been really good so far. Mm -hmm. I think the only issue we've had with him recording is that he, he just sent, sent too much file. footage. Some people don't send enough. He sends too much. I don't know if he sent the 8K Dolby Digital. Uh, yeah, bro, he recorded it on the red camera. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I, I, dude, you know, Keem bought them these cameras, right? So I don't know how they're all getting different values or whatever. They're not setting it up. But yeah, his file was 29 gigs or something. And I sent it. Dude, I thought my computer broke. I kept importing it and it kept crashing my fucking computer. It was blue screening or something. And then I gave it to Keem and he tried to open it and the fucking visuals were missing. I don't know what happened. But uh, I ended up making it work. Yeah, it was a shit show. I don't know if you know about. There's like a bunch of other hiccups that happen with this. I'll. Well, I'll like what? What, what else thing. happened? What else happened with this? Of note. Well, initially, I, I mean, I don't want to get too far into this because we already covered this on the Tommy stream, and it's really not as important uh, right now. But initially, this podcast was going to be called the Lol Cow Podcast, um, and, and that one was run by Keem Boogie, like the same setup they had now. And I guess this guy, video game attorney, got involved. And the entire oh time, Keem thought it was Ryan Morrison, the guy who created the FUPA fund. And it, it was wasn't. just some guy with video game attorney in his It name. was some guy. And I, by the way, I, I've talked to someone behind the scenes who I've asked to look into that dude. And he thinks that this video game attorney is not even an attorney. He's not even a fucking lawyer. <laughs> he's he just named he he he's video just game attorney. Yeah. Yeah. So that These guys get fuck fucking up. catfish, dude. Jesus Christ. Yeah, literally. Okay, but but apparently the reason why he got involved, because I talked to Boogie about this, is because this guy messaged Boogie and was like, hey, I want to do this. And Boogie was like, oh, it's video game attorney. So he just added him and was like, hey, Keem, it's video game attorney. And I was like, did you check his profile picture to see that he had like a thousand followers instead of like a hundred thousand? And he was like, no. And I was like, okay, we'll just fuck <laughs> Yeah, up. it was a big just fuck stop, Just stop fucking, stop fucking talking to me. I, I can't do this yeah. anymore. So he yeah. apparently, I don't know, I don't even know if this is true. I was told that he, like, got the website and the trademarks. You're tell, I, you told me that wasn't true, but either way, it was just safer to start and rebuild. And, I mean, we did it, and then they go to record, and Tommy got fucking COVID. So they had to wait another week and shit mm -hmm. like that. Uh, we finally hired an editor, and I guess the editor actually accidentally stole from a channel. Did you see that? Yeah. Apparently, uh, I feel that. Can we get that guy's name? I want to just verbally shout that. I know everything's good now, and uh, Keem has spoken to him, but let me get that right now, because honestly, I don't think that's cool to just rip that guy's shit, uh, even though if it wasn't done intentionally or maliciously. Um, the content creator was named uh, Dick Stroking Phil Vlogs. All right? <laughs> so everyone give a big Thanks. sub to Dick Stroking Phil Jesus Vlogs. Christ, dude. All right, Shout we'll make Dick sure we uh, speak to our editor about that one. But yes, I heard DSP fucking is seething about this entire podcast. Or he was coping about it on like his uh, pre-stream podcast or some shit. You know, that's like the the thing I'm least knowledgeable about is the dsp stuff i've been so into the whole muda boogie angle right now but like i didn't ex I, dsp just, just keeps saying how much he doesn't care about this podcast he doesn't care about all this stuff getting done he doesn't want to work with keem no interest in any of this stuff but the minute we release something all of a sudden he has so much to say about it i thought that was really funny well he gave a lot of shit when tom releases documentary on him like jesus christ yeah, yeah. you want to talk a little bit about that tom uh, you want to talk about DSP? It is the Lolcow podcast. Hell yeah, dude. Okay. So I, I, I dropped this video about DSP. Um, it's about two hours long. I just dropped it, actually. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, the title is A Decade of Failure, which, I mean, it is a little clickbaity because I want people to watch it, but it's also accurate because Phil's life has been, like many Lolcows, a lot of failure, not a lot of success. Um, and it covers actually more like a decade and a half. It's about 14 years, but decade sounds better than 14 years, I think. Actually, 14 mm -hmm. years of failure does sound good now that I think about it. Anyway, um, so I dropped the video. Phil hasn't seen it. At least he says he hasn't seen it. He went on stream and he was like, so listen, 
I'm not getting involved in drama, okay? I know everybody wants me to watch this Turkey Tom video. And honestly, I've heard good things about it. You know, I've heard it's good. I've heard it's nothing too crazy. But I will say, Turkey Tom, I have a question for you here. Why do you call it a decade of failure? I mean, a decade of decline will be more accurate. A decade of <laughs> falling. A decade of disaster oh will be more God, accurate. Dude. Failure. I mean, Turkey Tom, I'm the happiest I've ever been. Okay, I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life. I'm doing great. I'm not getting involved in drama. I, okay, so. I fucking hate it when he says I'm doing great because it's every time I go to his streams, it's always just like, hey guys, that fucking tip goal hasn't been met yet. Dude, his fan base, if DSP could fucking get the audience to direct deposit a paycheck into the fucking DSP gaming like super chat fund, True. that's exactly how it would be. Yeah, so yeah, so so DSP um he was like saying stuff like, you know, decade of failure is just totally inaccurate. And um, I thought it was a fine title, um, but he also made a big habit of like on there. I think there were two streams he talked about it on. Shout out to, I believe it's something about a poem on Twitter. I can't remember his name. And then um, duty streams on YouTube for clipping this stuff. And Phil was like, I'm doing great. You know, how can I be a failure if I'm doing great? I'm happier than I've ever been. And it's like, I'm not saying he's definitely miserable, but when somebody's constantly trying to say, I'm doing great, I'm doing great, doing great you do kind of start to wonder, like, is he really doing that great? Um, yeah. yeah. And obviously there's a lot of e-begging on those streams as well, which is like, is that what's making you happy? It's it's hard for me to tell. End of the day, I'm not here to speculate on like what Phil's happiness level is. I just want to make a video that's entertaining about him. Um, he said he's not going to watch it because he wants to avoid drama. He also kind of alluded to the Lolcow podcast a little bit. Um, he was like, people are trying to rope me in to, to their drama and I'm not having any of it, okay? I, I won't <laughs> do it. No paycheck is worth it to me. So that's what he said. But and this um, is the fucked up thing about it. He'll like guilt trip his audience. He's like, "Oh man, I'm running out of fucks." Listen, guys, if you don't fucking donate to these streams, you're not going to get this quality fucking content. Can I just say for the record, I fucking hate it when DSP says his, his streams and videos are like this quality fucking content that should be put up in the fucking Louvre. It makes no fucking sense. You know how easy it is to make DSP's videos? Uh, dude, I fucking wish all I had to do was fucking scratch my balls in the fucking morning, load up the newest game, open up OBS and start fucking recording and just fucking smash my face through a video game. That is so condescendingly fucking awful. The DSP like puts this whole facade up like he's out there creating these amazing, like he's like, I'm sitting here recording three podcasts a day and fucking two gaming streams. He's Dog, been doing that forever though. Yeah, like, he's it's been like, doing it for like 15 years. But how talking, much like, fucking effort is that, you know. Tom? It's like he opens up OBS, hits start record, stop record, and then maybe, no, I'm just, <laughs> maybe he throws that into a fucking editor, slices like some endpoints, and then just renders that out and sends it to YouTube. Fuck, he doesn't even have to do that shit. He just stops record, starts, and then sends that slop up to YouTube. The to man clear, is the <laughs> lowest I'm effort, he effort I'm saying he's been saying that he's like, I treat it like a job for 15 years. That's what he's been talking about for so fucking long. And he's yeah. he's like one of these guys that like, you know, at a certain point, you have to stop talking about the work and actually do it. This is a guy who took like seven years to stop using his camera, capturing his fucking TV to start using a capture card. Okay. Like this is how late this guy was. So I think it's it's fair to say that DSP is not exactly putting in the, the most effort to his stuff. Um, and this weird, like he has like this like principled position of like, I'm not interacting with Keemstar because he's a bad dude. Um, which I feel like to me seems dumb because, okay, like Keemstar, he has his moments. He's not fucking evil, firstly. And secondly, DSP can only gain from working with other lol cows. He can only gain. He's in a ton of debt. How else is he going to pay for his WWE superstars debt if he's not fucking doing the lol cow podcast? Dude, for and, as and, dumb and, as we say Boogie is, DSP is dumber. <laughs> D okay, DSP is like, is, is dumber 
when it matters, but he's not as like pathological with the lies, I would say. He's not as crazy. DSP is honestly pretty boring. Lately, Wings has been more boring than him because Wings is like just like chilling out. DSP, historically to me, is like the most boring lol cow. Like in a two hour aggregate, it's like good. But like when you're watching Boogie, at least there's something there that's entertaining, right? With DSP, nine out of 10 hours is like unwatchable. Like you can't well, nine out of 10 slow. hours is just fucking no word. Dude, you watch any of his live streams? He barely interacts with the chat, barely interacts with his fucking Except community. to ask for money. Yeah, literally. It's yeah. like fucking yeah. his. I can condense his entire streams for the people watching this podcast. It's literally like fucking change, spare change, please, guys. I'm gonna lose the fucking house. And then, and then, like he here's the fucked up part about DSP. Somebody did the accounting on him, and he made like fucking. I think it's some insane amount every month. Like he makes six figures a fucking year, apparently. And somehow mm -hmm. that's still not enough to fucking live off. Somehow he's still crying fucking, I'm about to be in the poorhouse the next week, okay? Like, shit. Dude, he challenges my Fortnite item shop addiction. By the way, use code Diorio to help feed it. Dude, he's yeah. literally, like, <laughs> dude, at this point, he's going to be on fucking streams asking tips to buy the cat, cat food now, okay? He's like, hey, guys, listen, if you don't fucking donate... During this playthrough of like Alan Wake 2, fucking the kitty ain't gonna eat. All right. You guys are like, this is how fucking guilt trippy it is. This is my thing about content creation and money, right? Like, I, I'll give some context. Ever since the apocalypse happened, I've never done YouTube like full time ever. There was a thought of doing YouTube full time, right? Cause I was like, oh, you know, the, the money is good and it's great now. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, it's good. I can live full time. But the apocalypse kicked off such a fucking like mental thing in my head that it's the moment when we started our own company and just started doing work outside of YouTube. So like, you know, God forbid if like the channel had like, you know, completely tanked or something, then I wouldn't fucking be out on the streets, you know, like I would have my own thing or I would have a more stable lifestyle. So when I see a creator like DSP online who made a fuck ton of money at some point, just squander that shit away. And now he's fucking begging to the scraps and having principal positions. That's like a piss off. It should piss people it's, off. It's, it's extremely frustrating. And like, that's part of why I called it like, you know, a decade of failure. Yeah. Just fill somebody who like, look Dude. at how many, how many fucking Joe Schmoes would kill to be a YouTuber, especially a YouTube Let's Player. Like yeah. fill out a pretty easy job. And despite that, like he spent his money on mobile games, on yeah. stupid shit, like, on a new BMW he didn't need, and like you can dude, get that car eventually, but like you just need bro, to like you need to stack and save and be smart. You his know? BMW was the funniest shit that I've ever seen. Uh, Nick, did you ever see his BMW? No, bro. So this guy never he bought he leased a BMW and for like fucking years did not do an oil change on it because he believed that the car had the diagnostic computer that would tell him when everything is okay. This is the level of fucking brain damage this fuck has. Like this guy cannot maintain shit whatsoever. This guy will overpay for the dumbest crap when he has money. That's no, why you don't dude, have sympathy. The fact that he's getting mad about the decade of failure title, I. I, like, I understand it's fun to shit on DSP, mm. but we're literally on a fucking Keemstar-promoted podcast. Do you True. remember, Tom, about the fucking Internet AJ video that Keem had a temper tantrum over? It was like the rise and fall of Keemstar. Do you remember yes. that? Yes, Keem was like, I never had a fall. 
He's like, I never had a fall. You should change the title to the rise and continued rise of GameStar. <laughs> and he like screamed at him. And they had a private call. And, and then Ajay, so Ajay changed well. the title to the rise and fall and like fall again or something. <laughs> Keemstar. And then Keemstar got him back when Ajay lost all his savings in crypto. Keem was like the rise and fall of your bank account. That was fucking dude, funny. That dude, was he, he had to fucking, he, he, led, he lost all his money and he couldn't fuck his uh, well, you know what? hookers anymore. That's like, that's like fucking, that's like Boogie again. Again, bro with those crypto losses and shit dude can we just say on that rich call he his accounting is so fucked up to go back to his accounting i don't even know yeah. if he really lost money or gained any money like he just he well you can't you can't know so what money numbers. you can't know what numbers half the fucking apparently half the numbers you know in that big documentary it's got three million views i mean i know boogie's claiming that mike's at fault but I, i've heard that he lied about just about everything in boogie, that video. that's weird though because Bo- boogie told me so now that that's out, I feel like I can say this at least um, because previously, I don't know if I was supposed to talk about the numbers, but Boogie told me that he embellished the numbers in the doc for the sake of like sensationalism. So for example- Luda, Didn't he the, tell the, you that Mike did that? Or didn't he tell Tommy no, he, on the podcast? Somewhere he told me that Mike fucked up the numbers. I, I swear told, to God. Bo- Boogie told me that he did it, not Mike. Because um, that's why maybe, I didn't maybe, watch it. Maybe he meant Mike did it, but either way, if the numbers were off, Boogie saw the doc before I saw it before it was out. He could have corrected that, and he chose not. Yeah, to, and dude, right? dude, you told me that it wasn't two hundred thousand dollars to hookers, so I just didn't watch the no. documentary. It's, I'm like, oh, it's so like, this um, is fake. Yeah, he told me that it was more like seventy thousand on hookers, and the rest was on like Bro! trips to Disneyland and stuff like that. What is this? The completionist fucking bank account? Where'd the other hundred and thirty thousand dollars go, bro? What the fuck? Yeah, well, it's it's like that number's being floated around a lot because it's so crazy, and I think that shows how much it worked. And the thing is, I don't want to blame Mike. I kind of see Mike as like a peer and like almost a coworker. I like yeah. what he did with the video. I think it's really great. I think it's really good. And overall, it's it's good for the YouTube community to have higher budget stuff like that with people like that moving in. Um, but this is like a systemic problem. Like, Keem's telling me he lied about the fucking happy punch numbers to make it look like he made zero dollars boogie yeah. yeah apparently he, i mean i mean, I mean the thing is there, like that would not like be his fucking surprising. hotel and stuff or whatever what did he put on there that apparently was paid the boxing coaches or some shit like boxing coaches Dude, and stuff and then i confronted him about that and he's like i didn't i didn't catch that uh, i didn't i didn't vet that i'm like but you watched the documentary before you're like oh this thing's gonna like clear all the drama up and then he lets misinformation fly around like this is why this is why like I have disdain for him because he wants well, to be Well, it's misinformation that yeah. makes him look good. Look at me. I'm a victim. I made zero dollars for my fight. Yeah. But, well, the thing about that is, like, it's, it's difficult to just take Boogie at his word for anything. So you do... I, my my motto now, like, it is and has been for a while, anything Boogie says is probably, like, 40% true. Yeah. If that. Mm-hmm. And that's being generous, honestly. Like, a lot of it could just be fake. Um, so yeah, I mean, he, he twists things a lot and he'll come up with weird justifications for it. Um, I don't want him to do that. You know, I, I don't, after spending time at his house, I mean, he's, to me, he's not an evil person. He's just a giant fuck up. He's a giant, giant, giant fuck up. And he'll probably continue to be that for the foreseeable future. But do you not see it as manipulative? Do you not see it oh, as of like course a it, of, Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, it's absolutely manipulative. Yeah. Of course it's manipulative, but is it is it is it hurting anyone other than himself when people find out not really i don't know it seems pretty like when he when he acts like oh this is all for his fans and stuff like this and and then it turns out he has more sinister motives and stuff and he's interacting with people lying about being swatted for sympathy that's that's true yeah no okay the the, the swatting thing you're right that that is yeah i don't know it's pretty fucking evil 
Yeah, I mean, I, don't, I guess, I guess, just here, like he would be saying, he has demons. He's been praying to fucking Satan or something. <laughs> he has demons. Yeah, he yeah. does have demons. Yeah, thank God, Augie's not here. Um, just kidding. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, it's just fucking. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I guess you're right. I don't know. I guess maybe I'm just like <laughs> feeling weird about it because I've been texting with Boogie a little bit about this stuff and. Um, but no, I don't but know. that's He's how like, that's how it is, bro. You talk to him for like twenty minutes, and he makes you feel really fucking bad for him. And then you get on stream, you're like, guys, come on, all right, listen, he didn't really mean it like that. That just means he won. That means he got you. You're you right. lost. That's, right. that's right. why. That's why I don't feel bad anytime I talk to him. Like anytime he'll tell me about how bad his life is, I'm like, all right, what are you doing to fix it? Nothing. Okay, cool. Go fuck yourself. Like, well, yeah. I'm well, sorry well, if it sounds is, hard that is, when I say that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Like, even at his house, like I was just, I'll, I'll, I'll get into it more with the video. But there's like mm-hmm. a, a series of his living expenses a month are very high, and it should not be like it's higher than like probably higher than like my fucking four person family. Like, with is it like the the brother. destiny memes where he's covering people who do like ten grand per year on Uber Eats, and they're like, how do I get these numbers down? It's 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 like that kind of <laughs> yeah. It's like when they do their accounting, it's like. It's like fucking, uh, you know, it's like rent 750, food 200, OnlyFans 7,000. It's like, oh, hookers. shit. <laughs> what, can you, what can you shave in your budget, right? Like, fuck. Well, but he's yeah. like hookers, but well, in reality, it's even, only hookers. Even when I talked to him about it, too, he's like on the on, on Rich's stream. He was like, he was talking about how his place is loaned and matured, and he, would, he might as well pay it off. And I'm like, dude, if you can't afford your house, right, there's no shame in downsizing, you know? Um, and, and the stupidest shit is the comment section to that stuff. There was one comment I was reading is like, Mooner doesn't understand. Is there really a big difference between 2200 and 900? I'm like, yeah, dumbass. That's a pretty big fucking difference in your monthly, uh, fucking upkeep. Yeah. If you can just pay your rent for 900, but then Boogie's like, I have to have family living with me. I'm imagine, like, you can't find imagine it. doing a project with him and having to pay him money, knowing that it's going to, and he's telling you it's, he's going to be spent wisely. And you know, it's going to be spent on like fucking Taco Bell. Like imagine doing that. Taco Bell hookers. See, but that's the other thing. Watching his documentary made me feel no sympathy because, like, he's sitting there detailing, like, he's giving you the fucking laundry list of all his health issues. And then after he's like, all right, engorge on this fucking Taco Bell, like, quesadilla. I'm like, well, then why do you fuck? Why the fuck should I feel bad if you yourself don't care? Like, that's the, the way thing. that he, the way that he, like, phrases it to me is like, he's like a. And maybe this is real just because of the fact that, like, <laughs> he's so fat and he won't stop being fat. Like, he's, like, powerless to his urges. Like, almost like a heroin addict, like, needs fucking heroin. No, but, dude, he's like, like oh, look at me, I'm so broke, and he's surrounded by arcade machines. Well, you know that, what I mean? It, that's another part of it. It's like, he, he says he's broke, and he also lives in an expensive house. I've, I, like, I've been to that house. It's it's a very nice house, and it's, it's also way too big for him to be living there. And I believe he also, he owned some other property or something, um that he he got from a family member he inherited or something that he just owns somewhere else that he like refuses to sell which i was like why don't you just do something with that and like once again the lol cow gene like he just refuses yeah. to and to be fair those are uh one-up machines they're more affordable but still it's I mean, like even, dude, even hey even look at so. me i'm boogie 2988 i'm so poor just, look at all my fucking like, uh decorations outside wow look uh, at this my house looks like tell the that idiot to stop buying tell that idiot to stop buying one-up machines just go buy for all those one-up machines all right, you can all right buy let's one not nice get arcade. fucking drastic muda okay that's true I like guess. So you're talking to somebody who owns 13 arcade one-up machines calm down buddy Dude, just get just get one nice retro pie arcade. All right. Like no, dude, it's about the nostalgia. Okay. All right. This is not why we're here. I'll talk no. to you about this after. But um, so there's been a few more issues with the podcast. I wanted to address those real quick since we did the um, mm-hmm. the boogie hour, 
the DSP hour, and then the more fuck boogie hour. Um, I, I see people are mixed on Tommy C. Half the people hate him, the other half love him. Uh, if you hate him, you immediately will hate me because I'm the guy who got him the job, and I thought he did great. I don't know. Do you think that um, you kind of need that middle guy in between the two of them to get the show on correctly? To be honest, I'm I'm kind of indifferent to how like the audience feels. Like the my worst fear was like people would just see it as boring. The fact that people are like into it and like talking about it, you know, regardless of if it's positive or negative, I feel like is good. Yeah. Oh, I'm blown away! A hundred thousand. And at the end of the, the day, twenty-four hours. It's, it's not the friendship podcast. It's the lol cow podcast. Yeah. By the end of every episode, someone's gonna come across being unlikable. So, you know, I'm I'm cool with that. I think it's good. Well, I was reading this, and you'll see, like, there are people who have uh, different takes on, like, the same interaction. They're like, this Tommy guy keeps fucking interrupting people. He's the worst. And the next guy will be like, dude, thank God Tommy interrupt, interrupted Boogie just sitting there feeling bad for himself for, like, 25 minutes. And this he is can good. literally it's good. It's talk for an hour about how big of a victim he is. I'm like, yeah, it's exactly why he's here. It's good that there's a discussion and, and Tommy had the same kind of thing with Baited, where there was like a certain amount of people that really liked his presence, and a certain amount that were like he's fucking useless. But I think that if he was if he wasn't there, it would be it would be tough. I think he needs to be there. Yeah, I've noticed uh, Wingstock is like through the roof. Uh, Immortal Destructor said Boogie making Wings of Redemption seem like a functional human by comparison. Wings has been on a roll recently in general. I would say. Yeah, Wing, like ever since, since the, the fight, fight he's really. Since the fight, yeah. he's just been a cool dude, man. Like. I, I'm, I, dude, if anybody that, like, I don't even have to cheer for anymore, it's Wings, man. Like, I feel like he can flip his shit around, and I feel like he could revitalize his entire career more than anybody else in that low cow. He's just way more likable, too, in general. Like, yeah, he just, like, know. you know, the thing why, like, I never understood the Wings hate is because, like, every time I watched any clip from him, it just literally was depressing. Like, there were clips of him just straight up, like, go crying and shit. And don't get me wrong, like... He's done some pretty shitty things. He said some pretty shitty things. Uh, treated people kind of shitty when he's playing Siege with them or whatever. But I kind of chalk it up to, like, everyone has, like, a bad day every once in a while, right? Like, whatever. But the less... I, I see that so less now that, like, I feel like he's turning around for the better. And I couldn't be more happier for him. Like, he's married. Everything's good. Uh, fucking anytime a troll shows up on his page, he's just, like, shitting on them fucking no this, this is the asked. thing with with us and also with the audience i think like obviously there is like you know a certain um pleasure that we take in like watching you know boogies fuck ups like it's entertainment undoubtedly but that doesn't mean that when someone like wings um starts to improve his life that we're gonna shit on him and discourage it like there will be another person to come along and take his place like you don't you you don't need that guy to be there um if any of these guys are gonna improve their life i think that's a really good thing and i I would like to see Boogie at this point. I'm honestly sick of seeing him just be a fuck up. I want to see him just figure it the fuck out. You know, he's getting yeah. he's getting a little old for this shit. He's like he's like 50. He's a little old yeah. for this. You know, the other um, day he wrote me and he goes, you know, this whole thing with Muda has been so hard, but you can really see how far I've come because I haven't threatened to kill myself once yet. And I'm like, <laughs> that's true though. We're we're still waiting for that. <laughs> you know, I guess you have improved. I'm sorry you had to come at like this circumstance. Yeah, I'm sorry that like this one extreme thing that you do isn't happening. This the, and this is the thing that like this is what I dislike about it the most. It's like he 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 wants like my approval so bad that he talks about this constantly and I'm like, dude, if you want my approval, just be a good guy. Just quit the fucking compulsive lying. Quit the fucking snarky, passive-aggressive, fake Mr. Rogers attitude. 
and that's fine. Like, like I got to remind this guy, I'm like, dude, at the end of the day, I'm a fuck, like, we're all East Coasters here. We're a fucking blunt group of people, all right? People like Boogie piss us all off, all right? But if you're real, if you're true and honest, all right, then that's all we care about. Just be normal, Boogie. Be a good guy. We're tough. We're from the fuck. hood, Boogie, okay? All right, we're, shit. We keep it real. All right, we're fucking six months out of the year is inhabitable where, inhabitable where we live, Boogie. Come on now. Fucking grow up. That is that is, that is true, though. I, like, I... With the internet, like obviously we are commentary guys, so we like we criticize and shit on people. But if somebody's being honest, there's not much you can say, right? You can't yeah. drag it on forever. Like with someone like Ice Poseidon in his, in his crypto thing, that was horrible. But he didn't exactly hide from it, right? He didn't exactly go run and hide. He was just like, I did it, and then everyone talked about it for like a day, and then they shut the fuck up. When you lie, it becomes so much, so much worse. There was no like financial issues for him either. He got right through that, which was kind of crazy to me, but. Yeah. yeah, when you mm-hmm. give people something to latch on to and there's blood in the water, the sharks will surround you. If you kind of just brush it off and handle things well, even if you're like a total piece of shit like Ice Poseidon, you can have like a... I mean, I mean, Destiny talks about this. He talks about like, listen, when you're going through shit, start the stream. The first day is going to be hard. The next day is going to be a little better. The next day is going to be a little better, right? And like, Is that it, how it, he it, explains it every single time he fucks an orbiter and then the BPD girl like causes him six months worth of drama? Uh, he's probably used to it. He pro- he probably enjoys that at this point, to be honest. <laughs> it's part of the hunt. <laughs> I mean, the first episode was a pretty smashing success, I would say. Um, 100,000 views is like, what else could you ask for? Um, the audience response has been interesting. And uh, I'm curious how like all the clip channels are going to feel about this. Like, Because there's Boogie Clippers. There's there's like DSP Clippers. Obviously, DSP is not on the show. Um, there's Wings Clippers. How are they going to do with like this? Are they going to like clip each person's perspective and start posting that? And like, it's going to cause collaborations between the clip channels, I mean, dude. We could pull a fucking, we could pull a fucking dark viper and just strike them all down. They won't have anything. Man. Can we talk about that? Because I don't joke. exactly. It's a joke, by the way. I, I, we love I, like, I like. That's a joke. We're big fans of what was it? Dick stroking Phil. All right, we okay. love you, bro. Mm-hmm. This is a joke, but I want to talk about this dark viper thing. What what happened with dark viper? He copyright. Dark Viper is such a fucking pussy. He like goes around and he pretends that he's this. Uh, he's like the Lorax for the for the video. <laughs> the Lorax. You know what I mean? He's like, I speak shit. for the YouTubers. All these streamers are coming in. They're anti-content. They're they're stealing our shit. Uh, they're making tons of money off of our hard work. And then, dude, somebody made fun of him in a video, and he fucking DMCA'd his fucking his uh, stream down and his fucking edited recording down. Wait, it's like what the actually fuck? fucking disgusting. So I don't know about the DMCA stuff. What like did they just play an entire Dark Viper video? No. So what happened is in this like four hour. Well, yeah, I, actually, I guess yeah, they played his nine minute stream clip going over the situation that happened with um. Basically, Dark Viper made a video mm-hmm. about Jack's films because you know how he's like the React guy, right? Um, right now with Sniper Wolf and all the stuff that's going on there. Yeah. Uh, Dark Viper was like, "Well, do you feel bad to you know, him?" That, like, Jack is being looked at so positively, and they called you, Dark Viper, crazy. And he was going through how it kind of sucks, how all these people are regurgitating his arguments as if he's the first guy to ever talk about React content on fucking YouTube. Um, which I think people... Uh, did he really, did he really have that level of, like, entitlement around, like, I'm the if, fucking That's React what guy. it felt like to me. Yeah, when I watched the video, that's what it felt like to me. And I thought, you know what? I Someone needs to make fun of him. Well, Chud Logic did. Um, and he made like a 35 minute reaction 
uh, to the to the nine minute video or whatever. And I, you could argue for the sake, oh, he feels like his copyrights infringed. Yeah, I'm sure that's what it is. That's why. That's this. Yeah, whenever a streamer takes down videos that makes them look bad, I'm sure. Well, I that's thought he. I is. thought I saw some clip of him saying like, I know Chud Logic is a shit stirrer or something like that. No, that's me. He was talking about me. Oh, he's talking about you. Okay. Yeah, because I donated asking because I at first I'm like, there's no way he really did this. Because uh, if you don't know, the video actually didn't go down. Um, YouTube he, bounced it back, right? Dude, he <laughs> filled out the dude the fucking Lorax of reaction content. Who who like wrote like a fifteen page MLA fucking formatted essay about reaction content? Couldn't even file a DMCA correctly to save his life. So YouTube kicked it back twice. Trud has no strikes on his account. The videos are still up. And it's like, it's actually so embarrassing. Yeah. Dark Viper seems like he might kind of fucking suck. I don't know. He's just crazy. He's like a lunatic. I yeah. mean, I, I, I mean, this I, is the I guy like who him. fucking That's compared React guys. content um, yeah. to rape. Okay, I did not fucking know the hold the fuck up. What? <laughs> Dude, he said like, if you're at a party rewind. with a reaction YouTuber, you better walk up to him and tell them not to fuck. Like, don't fuck me now because they don't take no for an answer with content or something mm -hmm. like that. Like, whoa. I'm just, See, I'm like, just confused as to this whole Chud Logic thing because it, it is rather... It's just a small streamer made fun of me, and I'm striking him down. I fucking do not believe it's even deeper than that. Oh, I can get away with this, so I will. Fuck I mean, him. the thing is, I don't see how it could be deeper than that, considering that, I mean, the video, from my perspective, is fair use. Like, it was, you know, he added quite a bit. It's not a recreation. It's not, like, the same purpose as the original. If what you're saying is true, and it's nine minutes of Dark Vibers, and how many? 25 of Chud? Like, that's Transformers. 35. No? 35. And dude, yeah, you and want to fight this? That's fine. This is the most anti-content bullshit I've ever seen. Like, taking down shit where people are just making fun of you and, and talking shit about you with the copyright system, using the copyright system to do that, is just so anti-content and gross. It, it just disgusts me. Moody, you had a pretty big story come through the woodworks recently. You and uh, Carl Jopst, the, uh, the Billy Mitchell guy. So, um, this, is a, this, really is, this is a story that is currently blowing up uh, a lot right now. I read about it on Dexerto. Yeah, and uh, I want to just start off by saying, Dexerto, can you stop with the fucking weird inflammatory titles? You, you like, First off, I'm just going to say fucking... They, so they make this post about him pocketing money, which me and Carl never claimed. Then they put our investigation under it. You guys are misrepresenting our reporting. Nobody is talking about pocketing money, so I completely disavow the fucking tabloid journalism that Dexerto is known for. But to go on for, uh, with this entire thing, so for people who don't know... Uh, Gerard is known as the completionist. He's a pretty popular gaming YouTuber and uh, he makes videos completing video games to 100%. So I respect the guy. I still do. And it, this is one of the, this is why it's a really difficult video for me because it's like normally the kind of people that I cover involved in these situations are fucking pieces of shit. And I'm like, whatever, I don't like you anyway. So who cares? Um, you know, uh, but in this situation, I respect the guy's content. He ran a charity event known as Indieland for a couple of years where he was raising some serious cash, right? So like a hundred you know, grand, right? Yeah, like a hundred thousand dollars in and around yeah. there. Now what happened was this guy, he would uh basically run this Tiltify store, people would like donate money and it would go to this foundation called the Open Hand Foundation. Now the Open Hand Foundation he is listed as the director on the foundation with him and his brother, dad, basically family members are the ones that are in this foundation. And it was found on the memory of his mother who passed away uh, from frontotemporal uh, dementia. 
uh, if I'm, it's, um, that, I think that is the condition, which again, condolences right there, 100%. And, uh, the thing about it is me and Carl, like we looked into the tax filings, so the public filings for this company, right? Or this organization. And it turned out that they were taking in money. They were spending like thousands to tens of thousands. 30 grand, 20 grand, 11 grand. Some years up to, up to 29,000, 28, whatever. Mm -hmm. And, uh, they weren't contributing any of it since their foundation to any charity. So when you watch the IndieLand streams, Gerard would sit there and be like, hey, your money is going to the families that are suffering from Alzheimer's or, you know, this so-and-so charity. Like there would be charities listed by name, like the University of California, San Francisco um, or um, UCSF. Um, you also had like the Alzheimer's Foundation. I think there were two different named ones. What There were actual named beneficiaries, but none of them got the money because the tax filing showed no money left. So, as of right now, based on the filings, the money appears to be just sitting in the account, right? So, for like basically eight to ten fucking years, people are kind of sitting here thinking their money went to a charity or to help fight against Alzheimer's, when in reality, the money might as well not have been donated because it was just sitting Dude, in an account so getting gross. dust. It's so gross. Dude, he did all of it. Like, I, I don't want to jump to conclusions about his character, even though it looks really fucking bad. But imagine doing a decade of bullshit charity stuff and lying about the nature of your charity and the donations that you're making, just grossly mishandling all the funds. And imagine doing that in your dead mother's name. That is fucking demonic. Yeah. That is fucked up. It is. He's torching his fucking really family big, name. This is a really big accusation. Is he? You, you got him? Like you got him? So yeah, we uh, we looked well, at the tax filings. Tom. We got we we looked at all the filings they have on their charity, right? Their IRS filings. Not a single contribution was made from their end. And then for my due diligence and for Carl and everyone, I was like, we want to get him on a call. Now, one of my fears was if we ran with the story without calling and getting his side, then he could just come out and say, oh, improper filings. Here's the receipts for all the charities. Ha ha. Shut up. Drama fucking farmers. Right. But we got him on a call. We had a discussion and he was obviously it sounded that he was shaken. Uh, he asked us what he told us. Basically, the money is in the account. Right. And because me and Carl had started to communicate to their, we inquired of their foundation, they were thinking of donating the money as early as the day we were calling or in, in a couple days, which again, Bro. makes me wonder why the fuck wouldn't you just Tom, donate the money? Right? Is you're you're missing this one big part. Wait, wait, hold on. You're missing the biggest part of the fucking story. Tom, he knew for over a year he's claiming that he had full knowledge that the money wasn't going where they were saying. Yeah. And then he still did more streams going and telling people he's donating to charities and donating worldwide to venues who've never gotten a fucking dime from a charity in his mother's name, bro. What is wrong that, with this guy? And that was and that was on the call we had with him, which I played on my channel. Um, and so the, the fucked up thing about the situation is like, so right now there's like a bunch of people close to him that are go like pro Jared, literally before we started filming here was like basically insinuating me and Carl were like making accusations half baked and everything. And, uh, we didn't get his side, even though pro Jared didn't watch my fucking video because I literally 
had him on a fucking call talk about this with me. Okay, I had that whole I unrecorded call. Jerk himself off in his yeah. Sailor Moon like costume I, I had a whole penis. unrecorded call where you know Gerard's like, "What can I do to make this right?" And I'm just like, "Listen, you just got to donate the money." And there's like ten minutes of that call. Like there, there actually there's a lot of that call that I cut out, particularly towards the end because it wasn't going anywhere. It was just like, "What can I do to make it right?" And me and Carl were like. Just donate the money to the charities that yeah. you said on the Dude, Indie Carl Land streams. Dude, Carl put that in his video. Carl's like, I don't know why he's asking me where to send the money. It seems like he knows plenty of charities based on the ones he's lied about donating yeah. to in the last 10 years. <laughs> so yeah, they, like he admitted that the money is still in the account. It wasn't like a matter of they never don't they they donated it, but they improperly filed their filings. Like, what was he gonna do? Oh, it's been yeah. 10 years since my mom was gone. We're gonna send one big check to charity, like. The fuck out of here bro yeah so a bunch of experts like the dumbest comment that i ever read was somebody who's like um uh by the way you are farming drama moody because anybody that knows charity donations knows that if you want to make a serious impact you have to donate at least five million dollars i'm like shut the fuck up who the all right fuck well in is, 50 years what? they can yeah, donate maybe that. maybe if they raise up five fucking million at that point but like the whole thing is, I want to believe that none of this is malicious at all, and I'm not even claiming that. I'm. I, we looked at the situation. The whole story is the money sitting in an account, it wasn't donated, right? Now, some people think that isn't malicious, but to me it is because you can't be doing these charity streams and saying, you know, you're helping families or you're working with charities or here's your, we're primary beneficiaries for this one organization when you haven't been giving money, you know? That's the real fucked up part about it right that's the fucked up part about charities you have to be upfront and completely honest are, are there gonna be any like legal like repercussions so repercussions for i think because it's a well yeah because i think it's so this isn't crypto this is a 501c3 tax exempt charity which falls under regulation from the internal revenue service and so they were telling us like uh in one of their responses to us like do you know that the federal authorities watch over us the doj and i'm like dude you know the irs isn't fucking god right like it doesn't have this omnipresent eyeball that yeah. can stalk every single 501c i'm sure after this video comes out and i'm sure now that it's in dexerto and like a bunch of news articles and is being talked about that i'm pretty sure the irs is actually going to look at a charity under their purview and you know start an audit and here's the thing i still really hope because at the end of the day look this is a charity regarding dementia it's a real fucked up situation and i'm praying to god the money's there and it just gets donated that's it but you know that's up to the irs to figure out where the money was spent what happened how much is there and how do they fix it from here right that's all it comes down to you know um and do i still think gerard is an evil guy look i respect him and his content i really do but when we were in a call, he was kind of sitting over there like, me and Carl are just going to frame this story in a way that we want to. And I want to fucking say for the record, we were very, very charitable because I stuck to the facts. I know Carl stuck to the facts. We didn't offer any snarky shit. Uh, I didn't offer any snarky shit. And by the end of it, I was like, dude, if the money's there, I just hope it gets donated, right? Like, that's what it says on the filing. I have to believe you have 600 and $55,000 sitting there, so just fucking donate it to the charities you said, and not a blank check to some random thing to save face. Like, Yeah, but he also is. needs to shut down. This guy can't be doing charity anymore. I don't, I, I, I don't want the end of the... Like, I don't care what happens from here. If he donates the money to charity, or if, if it turns out to be a more nefarious thing, and he gets some uh, issues with the IRS, fine. But, like, maybe i This guy I'm, shouldn't be doing it. Maybe I'm a huge piece of shit here, 
But I was really disgusted when I found out there was going to be a Creator Clash 3. And I don't think anything nefarious happened there. I just think those people are idiots. When you fuck up a charity event to this magnitude, you should not be doing any more charity events. People should be urging you not to be doing any more charity events. because Is there actually going to be a Creator Clash 3? Is that announced? I fucking hope not. That would be embarrassing. I was joking around saying that if Anissa loves Hamas so much, she should donate all the proceeds to them. That way we know they won't be She actually has a new new channel. Have you seen this? No, what is it? It's a podcast. Yeah. Yeah, it's called She Ruined My Life. Oh, God. That's the name. I haven't seen it yet. Wait, is that... Oh, that's a real thing? Yeah. Wait, do you want to hear an exclusive? I don't know if Keem's going to make me cut this, so this might just be a muted section. Do you know that, similar to Boogie, Anissa Jomha had a fucking massive meltdown about our group chat? I have heard that. Yeah. Dude, she, like, exploded on Keemstar and was, like, lighting him up about the fucking... about us talking shit about Creator Clash. That's real. She unblocked Keem to be like, you guys were fucking plotting against me and all this shit. Like, she just can't get off of Twitter. Would Anissa Jamha and Ian's life not be so much better if Girlboss could just get off of Twitter? They need to gatekeep her off of Twitter. Well, no, I think listen, that's, um, honestly, Anissa, I love you. Listen, all right? If Boogie leaves, I'll call you. We'll put you on the show. But, like, holy fuck, delete your Twitter for your fair, own fucking in fair, sanity. In, in fairness, I think that out of those two people, out of Keemstar and Anissa, one of them does know how to run a boxing, you know, management, whatever, promotion thing. And the other doesn't. That's all I'm saying with that. Like, hey, look, I, she can be mad at all she wants. Alex Stein got thrown off the of event, bro. I don't, I don't know. know. I I don't know what Keem said in that group chat specifically, but I can't imagine it was like that much different than what he said publicly, which has not been nice. Yeah. You know? I mean, we did plenty of spaces talking about it, but it's just so funny to see how far and wide that group chat, like who who got triggered by it and who didn't. And I did not expect her to get it's been funny. caught. But yeah. uh, and by the way, Muda, that whole thing that you're talking about. With um, the uh, completionist guy, it reminds me of famous lol cow Keffels, who took 100,000 Canadian from her fans to sue the police department. And then I'm she filed like Tom, a free complaint with them and has gone, not gone anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Have, have the police been held to account yet? How much money do you think she's put into that? Bro, that, <laughs> that's what I think. I heard from, so I went over to my buddy's uh, place yesterday for his wife's uh, birthday and uh, one of the girls coming there was like a trans person. And she was telling me that Keffels was apparently fucking trying to ratio me. And I just couldn't catch on to it or something. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this chick is in... Like, bro, I, I'll... This is, this is my statement on Keffels. It's like, I want, like, the body cam stuff to come out. You know? I want that fucking London police body cam to show up. Because in it really... In my opinion, Keffels is just better no. tipster. It's not saying much. Yeah, it's not saying that much. We should get Tipster on. <laughs> yeah, get- no, he's, he said he won't come on. Tipster's like, oh, I'm actually not going to come on the Wall Cow podcast, even though he is never actually getting invited. Is there any way we can, like, trick him to coming on? Because I want I want him to be on. I want to be there you with him. You want a Sam talk. Cedar Tipster? I want to do a live performance of all the holidays. <laughs> we'll trick him. We'll say it's it's Discord lunch with Xander. Dagger Files, you would probably end like- my whole shit, dude. Come on, we got to get him on. 
Oh, man. Guys, there's so many cool things we could do with the Lol Cow podcast. We're going to end it off here. But listen, I want... I have big fucking hopes for this. I'm talking to Tom. I'm talking to Muda. I want these guys live. I want Keemstar hosting the event like Ryan Seacrest. I want to set up podcasts with Boogie, Wings... Uh, we have Boogie Wings, Tommy, and then fucking let's have PKA come out and do a big fucking collab. Let's get fucking Colossal is Crazy and Keem and do a baited reunion on that podcast. Let's bring in like a shitload of people from everyone's past and make this whole thing. Like, let's bring Frank Hassel on to do a stream with Boogie. That's what I want to see. I know you guys want to see it too. I think this podcast is going to the fucking moon or it's going to end after two episodes. Listen. All right, it's about we're getting gonna, the next one out. What, not, whatever we're not happens, we're gonna out. enjoy it. That's what. We're, that's yeah, what we're it's gonna, gonna be great. It. All right. If you guys have any suggestions for guests or segments or topics you want talked about, either on our show or on theirs, put them in the comment section, and we can forward it to everyone who needs to know. Um, just you know, let us know what you think. We're gonna be getting involved with the audience for this one. Yeah, you're not going to be hearing from us every week. That's not going to be normal. If it is, there's something seriously wrong. But. We're going to be the ones reading the... Well, we're going to have people reading the comment section to deliver shit back to us. So if you have any complaints about the show, if you have anything that you want to see addressed, if there's any controversy that it looks like we're ignoring because we're not in the know on it, please get that shit to me, Tom, or Mudahar, and we will then talk to people to get this shit sorted out yes. to get the podcast going to, to the best of our abilities i know there are like really deep communities that know every little thing about wings and i know that also exists for boogie and and it also exists for dsp and if you guys have anything super valuable to discuss uh i mean we we appreciate people who are looking into our guys so let us know see you guys thank you very much see you guys